Hello. Welcome to FECTalk.com. My name's Tim. I'm from FEC Talk. Today, I just want to do a quick talk about some games I'm going to buy for the new year and wish everybody a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. One of my favorite things to do every year is budget. Budget for new games. Now, sometimes I think I just fool myself because I set a budget, but I don't stick to it. I do stick to the budget, but later on in the year, I find some other games that I think I got to have them and I buy them too. So this year, I want to go through a list of some of the games that are on my buy list and that I'm getting quotes for and I'm looking forward to getting these games in and moving forward with them. So the first one on the list is by Andamiro. I'm going to get the Marvel's Avengers 2-player card pusher and I'm excited about that one. That's going to be a lot of fun. I have, for card pushers, I have Wizard of Oz. I have two three-player Wizard of Oz's. I have a two-player Willy Wonka and a one-player Willy Wonka. And then I have a three-player Blackbeard's Bounty, a two-player SpongeBob Pineapple Arcade, and then a Despicable Me Jelly Lab Minions card pusher. And that, that one works a little bit different than the other ones, but it's still in the same category as far as I'm concerned. So what I want to do is I want to take one of my three-player Wizard of Oz and take it to my other fun center. And then have this Avengers kind of fill that gap. And I think people will go nuts over it. It's a cool game. It's got a... And Amiro did a really good job with this one, and I think it's going to do really well. So with that, though, I have to get another purchase from And Amiro, and that is the Redeem Machine. I currently have the Elout Kiosk, but it's maxed out. I can't put another game on it without seriously upgrading it, and pretty expensive upgrade. And Elout, their games are amazing highest quality the kiosk is great but they just they just don't go above and beyond on the kiosk so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take the elout kiosk and put it over at my other fun center and use it for my spongebob and the wizard of oz that i'm going to put over there and then i'm going to have the redeem machine from andamiro which is going to do as many games as i want and I could do all these custom sets that I want to do. And it takes the silver coins. And that's amazing. That's really, really cool. So that's exciting for me. That's going to be... I foresee this game paying for itself in about two months, maybe three at the most. And that's including paying for the Redeem Machine. So that's going to be a lot of fun. The next one I want to do is it's going to be two Ring Toss Juniors by Coastal Amusements, and 
I'm getting the marquee, the big marquee on it. I really was impressed with Ring Toss when I saw it in 2019. The only problem was it had such a big footprint that I just couldn't, I couldn't take the risk with it. I could tell you they did a great job by scaling that down. Now I could get two of them, feel comfortable with it. The marquee is going to make it look amazing. So good job, Coastal Amusements. It's a, it's a beautiful piece and I can't wait to see how people get enjoyment out of it. That one I first see paying for itself in about three to four months. Then the next piece that I'm going to get is going to be Rock the Rim by Baytech. That is a basketball game, and I was impressed with it. I saw it at the IAPA 2021 show, the Expo in Orlando, and I was impressed with it. Very attractive piece, and I'm going to try it out and see how it goes. The only setback with that and the Andamiro is you have to pull the trigger before the end of the year because the pricing and the surcharges are going up. They could just toss the surcharges right out the window as far as I'm concerned. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to pay any surcharges. If if they insist on these surcharges, I'll be honest with you, I'm just going to omit that game. So we'll see what happens. I just can't justify paying surcharges. I'm sorry. Everybody's got to sacrifice a little bit here. Either uh, do what you got to do with your pricing or not. You know, they what they want to do is they want to they don't want their game to seem like it's this expensive with the surcharges that they feel they need to add on it. Just get rid of the surcharges. It's ridiculous. And frankly, it really pisses people off. I've, I've heard a lot of people tell me that they're just not going to buy the game with these surcharges. And I agree with them. There's no reason for you to do that to us. Either uh, add it to your price or get rid of it. Either way... You know, we've already got quotes and everybody's trying to raise prices after we've already put POs in. If I just go have to go another year without buying any games, I'm fine with that. So take the surcharges and shove it. That's what I say. We'll go on from there. A recap on the those three pieces, or four pieces, I should say. Marvel's Avengers, two-player card pusher. Ring Toss Jr., I want to get two of them with the marquee. And then the Rock the Rim by Baytech. So the next thing that I'm going to buy is going to be Minecraft Dungeons Arcade 65-inch by Raw Thrills. Good price on it, no surcharge. My friend Jenna Boyo from Planet Laser was showing interest in talking to me about this. And I, I really wasn't on board. Number one, it's like all the problems that I had and still have now and then with the card hoppers from Injustice. It's going to have the same exact card hoppers, but Injustice does fairly well for me. So we're sell we're se- you know selling a card for a dollar fifty, and the cards are twenty cents, fifteen cents. I can't remember what they are right offhand. That's a good merchandiser. I think I'm going to take the plunge and get the Minecraft Dungeons Arcade as well. Now it's a four player, four times the fun, four times the fun fixing the card hoppers, but hopefully they made some adjustments and tune it in better. 
we'll see what happens. I'm going to pull the trigger on this one. Like I said, Jenna was talking about it, and then also I heard kids talking about it that have been to Dave and Buster's, talking about how fun this game is. And that's what I like to listen to. I like to listen to the kids talking about it, and yeah, we're going to make it happen. So the next thing on the list, and the final thing on this list, is... King Kong of Skull Island VR. It was a hard choice. There was LAI's Virtual Rabbids, and then Triotech Storm, and then obviously King Kong of Skull Island. And it was a toss-up between there. The Storm is a beautiful game. They did a great job with it. Uh, My friend David Swafford gave me the lowdown on it a couple years ago at an IAPA when it first, very first came out. Appreciated that. And then, King Kong of Skull Island. The reason that I'm picking this one, it's all about relationships in the industry. And I really like the guys and gals at Raw Thrills. Every one of them I've had great conversations with. It meant a lot to me. that The thread that just throws me towards them because of the great conversations we've had about other games, the feedback that I give them, and then they get back with me and they really appreciate the feedback that I give them. Raw Thrills, a great company to work with, so that's why I pulled the trigger on King Kong of Skull Island. If it was just all about being agnostic to everybody, it would still be a toss-up. It really would it would probably lean towards more of the virtual rabbits. But everybody's got that, and I think the King Kong of Skull Island would be a little bit different. Not as many people are going to have that. It hasn't been in the market as long. Probably a lot less people would have the Triotech Storm, but still, I got a bunch of buddies at Raw Thrills, so I'm going to tip my hat that way that is what i'm going with for 2022 my first wave of budget and then i'm going to move a lot of games back and forth between my fun centers this will be a good start for 2022 and i'll have a lot of fun with it i'd also like to quickly go through bets and every year after iapa they have a powerpoint presentation that they put out of games that are highlighted that they talk over and they put them in this PowerPoint presentation. So I'm going to go through them and just briefly give you my thoughts on each one. All right, so the first one is Hungry Hungry Hippos by Adrenaline. Now, I'm sure you've heard in a previous podcast, this game was a wower. I was really impressed with this game when I walked up to it at the show, I didn't even know who made it. But I saw this when I come down the escalator and I was like, that is really cool. And it is really cool. And it is a really cool game. Looks like kids of all ages would have a blast with this game. And the only thing that bothers me is I've had a few adrenaline games And they're just not the best quality. The I.O. boards, so for Candy Crush 
and Crossy Road and Rampage just have non-stop issues with I.O. boards with these. They just decide to quit paying tickets. I get a new I.O. board. It's a real pain to put their metric software on it. And I don't know. I just, I've had enough dealing with their, with the issues that their games have. Now I will say that I have their Spinner Frenzy too. And the Spinner Frenzy, I've never had a problem really with that. And it's done really well for me. So that one's a good one. I don't know. I'd have to see if this thing has the same I.O. board in it as the other ones. Probably not because there's no real video aspect to it. And it could be a real solid game. The other problem I have with it is it's a big footprint. And you have to have space all the way around it. In our industry, footprint is money. And I don't know that this, even the wow factor of it, will wear off quick. And I think that it just, for me, it's it's a no-go. Hungry Hungry Hippos by Adrenaline Amusement. And that's available in January of 2022. The other game is Twister, also by Adrenaline Amusements. And I'm going to have to say, for the same reasons, I'm just afraid of the I.O. board issues that I've had, the non-paying of tickets. I, I had, for like six months, I had to have two of my games not pay tickets. I had to cut the price in half, dealing with that footprint, not making the money that it should, people complaining. I ended up selling, selling the games because I just couldn't take it anymore. So I don't want to go through that experience again. Now, I could be doing an injustice to these two games. But right now, I can't pull the trigger on them. And I can't recommend them either. Even though they both look really cool. And they both got that classic appeal. I just don't think it's enough to pull them through and make them profitable enough for the woes that you would have. So the next one on the list is Ticket Coaster. It's Spongebob Ticket Coaster by Andamiro. Now, when you look at this game, it looks really cool. And it, and it is cool. It's just if you, you have a card pusher or the price of this thing, I, I just don't think it's worth it. And I can see what happened. They had to come up with something for the show. And they probably couldn't get certain types of parts. So th they went with this. Now, if you don't have any card or coin pushers, I think this game will do really well for you. It's got a train that goes around the inner perimeter. There's two player stations. It's got a big footprint, and it, you need to have access to both sides. You drop a ball down a corkscrew, you land the ball in character cars of this train. So each little car is its own character from the SpongeBob cartoon. You get all of them, and then you get the super bonus. Now, it's a simple game, and sometimes the simple games are the ones that really do the best. So I'd like to see some numbers on this before I'd even consider pulling the trigger on it, which I wouldn't anyway because of the footprint, and I just, I just don't need it for what I have. But it's an attractive piece, and if you don't have card or coin pushers, and you don't want them, I don't know why you wouldn't, this would be an option. This will be available in January of 2022, or if you got the space. If you got the space, you got a huge fun center, I could recommend this for that, because I think this would fill a niche, and people would have a lot of fun with it. It's a simple game, and 
people would sit there and play until they got all the cards. All the cars, I should say. There's no cards in it. If you're really constrained on your real estate, it's a definite no. If you got plenty of room to spare, you got gaps you got to fill, this is a good one to do it. The next game is also by Andamiro, and it's Mini Jurassic World Kingdom. Thank you, Andamiro. Thank you for thinking about our real estate. Shrinking this game down, it was a great thing to do for us. So I will definitely give the thumbs up and recommendation for this one. I would rather have this than the Power Roll by Sega. Sega, their parts are just way too expensive. This, I think, would be better. Better in the long run. This one's available in January of 2022 as well. Definitely check it out if you're in the market for this niche. This is a cool game, and I think everybody would like it. The next one on their PowerPoint presentation is Marvel Adventure Lab, and it's an outdoor photo booth of their Marvel comic one, and I, I like this. I do really like this. When I look at this thing, I'm thinking, we have a shopping center, and there's a place out there that I could put this, and I think it would do really well. I don't know how much the media is for this. I know the media is expensive for the, the face place, deluxe, but it makes money. So, I mean, you can really can't complain about that. And I think this thing would do the same. This will be available in February of 2022. And it's just an outdoor, more rugged, durable, protects against the elements version of their Marvel Adventure Lab. And it's a great idea and something that I'm definitely considering. So I give this one the thumbs up too. The next one on the list is Little Monster, or I'm sorry, Little Ticket Monsters. And what this is, it's, it's like a reskin of Crank It or Jewel Mine. It's a very attractive piece. It looks really cool. It's like they're a ticket monster, the one that's similar to Big Bass. I've always liked that theme. I wish they made a made it where you could put two of those together with a 5,000 bonus like they do the Big Bass. This thing looks really cool. So I definitely give it the thumbs up. If you if you don't have a small spinner like this, a plunger spinner, then I would definitely go for this because it's nice. It'll be available in April of 2022. The next thing on their list is by Benchmark Games. They're a, they were bought out by Elout. And it's a prismatic. What it is is it's a self-redemption. It's a bunch of uh, doors for redemption prizes, and then I think like 16 spindles. If that's something that you have, if you don't have attended redemption, this is definitely something to look into, especially if you have like movie theaters, stuff like that. That would open up for redemption there. You can make a lot more money at your uh, theater locations, and you wouldn't have to have to have an attendant there for redemption here you go great idea seems to be like a good product but i can't vouch for how good it is but benchmark backed by elout normally that's going to be quality that'll be available in may of 2022 and, I, and i'll give that the thumbs up the next one is they have surf and safari when I think Surf and Safari, I'm thinking of the pinball game. But here we go. This is Benchmark Games 2. And I I don't know. If if you're on uh, 
if you're in Florida or California or along the coast, this might be pretty interesting for, for people to have fun with on the days that they can't go out and hit the hit the waves. But it this just wouldn't work for me in my location. It would take a long time to pay for itself and people are just not going to go for it. So I can't give the thumbs up on this one. Doesn't mean it wouldn't work for you. Because, you know, maybe you have a lot of surfers in your area. We just don't, and we don't have people that have a big interest in it. It's not a big draw. It'll be available in January of 2022. And then the next ones on their PowerPoint presentation are some cranes by Coast to Coast. Of those, I would have to say that the one that's interesting to me, and I think that they did a good job with, they're all good. I mean, they're cranes, so cranes, you just go by what you think looks cool and what features that you like. I like this idea of their prize cube six player, so it's a six station crane. Pretty neat idea. You put that out in an area like an island and it would be a good draw. It's just, I don't have a place for it. I don't want to commit that kind of footprint to a crane game. Not with having my ticket rings and my knobby ball cranes. So it's a neat idea. If I was going to have it, I would replace my old carnival crane with it and I'd fill it with knobby balls. And I think it'd make a killing. I'll give it the thumbs up, but I it's just not going to work for me right now. But that's something I'll think about for the future because that, I'm telling you, my ice carnival crane is still going strong. I don't know how long that thing's been retired, but it's still a going and it still looks good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go until it dies. So the next one on the list is by Coastal Amusements and it's Ice Walker. Now I want to buy this game. It's available in February of 2022. I didn't put it on my budget list because I have Iceman. I'm considering moving Iceman over to another fun center and putting this in the main one. But I think I'm going to wait a little bit. I just put a new computer in the Iceman. I want to get this Ice Walker at a time where it's a little bit slower. Maybe in September. And the reason I want to do that is because I learned a lot from my Iceman. What I do with the Iceman is you cannot put tap water in these games. If you put tap water in these games, you're just going to ruin them. They're not going to last you a year. You need to put distilled water in them so they don't get deposits in the lines, mineral deposits. It's the only way you could do this. And you have to keep them clean and you got to keep changing the filters on them. But what I do is I put a dehumidifier on the back of this machine and it takes the moisture out of the atmosphere and it goes into the reservoir. All that water it's distilled water too goes into the reservoir of the ice man and i have a float valve on it with a switch just like a sub pump but it works in reverse when it gets to the top it hits the switch and it turns the dehumidifier off and then when it gets down so far it turns it back on and i tell you in the warmer months so like nine months of the year I don't have to buy any distilled water at all. This thing just self-fills. It's great. 
and that's what I'd want to do with the new one. But I'd also want to go on the inside before I even set it up and just clear coat everything with some kind of, you know, water sealant. Because I do find that the particle board on it is got got a little wet and it's expanding. It probably isn't going to last that much longer. Maybe another couple years and I'm going to have to just get rid of it because the cabinet's falling apart. So... I would definitely seal the whole thing on the inside because sometimes a hose will break and it'll spray water all over and you just want to take care of that. But ice walkers definitely want to on my list and that's a definite thumbs up. People just enjoy playing a game like that. They do love doing it with their kids. The, wa- the water aspect's just cool and it's a good one. It's a good one to get. Another one on this uh, PowerPoint presentation from Coastal Amusements is Plinko. So what they did was they took their Plinko game and made it where you could double them up with a mega bonus. So progressive. Good idea. This is a good game. I give it a thumbs up. The only problem with this game is it's got a huge footprint. You get two of them together with the marquee. Now you got even a bigger footprint. And I don't think in my fun center that the price would justify, well, not the price. The price is irrelevant. The footprint doesn't justify paying for itself because I could put more more powerhouses in than this. So for me, it's a no. But if you if space isn't an issue, this is a beautiful piece and it'll make money for you. That's for certain. The next one on the list is Coastal Amusements again, and this one's the Ring Toss Junior. We talked about this on my buy list, and they did a great job. They streamlined it, made it a little smaller. Now I'm going to get the two of them with the marquee, and I think it's an attractive piece. And what I want to do with this piece is in the summertime, we have a big event in our shopping center area called Dog Bowl. Huge, 100,000 people come to it every year I want to have like a little midway out there this year and I want to put this game out there and I think it's going to do really well so something I'm going to try and I think it's going to be very successful so that's why that's the main reason I'm buying this game I'm going to put it in the fun center but during the dog bowl event it's going to go out there all right the next one on their powerpoint presentation is by Elout. And that is the Wizard of Oz Emerald City Edition. Now, kudos, great job, way to go, Elout. You took a 10 out of 10 and made it even better. I'm not going to buy this one because I already have two Wizard of Oz machines. But if you don't have it and you, you want to get a card and coin pusher, I have to say that this is... A beautiful piece. They did a great job. They knocked it out of the park. So they they reskinned it with great art. The old one had great art, and it does have great art. But this one, it it's very attractive. And they come up with a new card set on it that's all black and white. Looks really good. Great job, guys. Good job. I recommend this game. I would buy Willy Wonka first. From Elo, 
but this one will be available in May of 2022. If you already have a Willy Wonka, you want to get another card pusher, this is definitely a candidate. It's beautiful. People love my Wizard of Oz machines. Like I said, I have two three-player stations. They're always full during the busy times. Always. The next one on the list is Big E. It's a big crane by Elout. And everybody knows, I don't think I have to tell anybody, Elout does cranes very well. Very good quality. They're the Cadillacs of cranes. They're beautiful and well built. The other one is by Elout as well. It's the Cosmic XL with shapes. Now what this is, is this is Elout's answer to the best crane out there. And that's Smart's Ticket Ring. Or if you buy it from Betson, it's called King of Rings. Ticket Ring has a cardboard ring with a label on it. And they knocked it out of the park with that game too. And it's just awesome. It's number one all across the country. If you don't have it, you need to buy it. Now this is an option though, if you don't have it. It's it's going to be more expensive because it's Elout. It's going to be available in 2022. And what they've done differently is they've taken pool table triangles and pool table diamonds for nine ball and put labels on them. This is so they can't get sued by copying rings. But they've added another facet to it as well. So you pick up the, the triangle or the diamond you drop it, and there's a shelf, a pusher. And the, you push them over into the prize box where people can grab them. Great idea. It's an interesting game. It, it's a nice piece. I don't think it's as, a, as attractive as a ticket ring or king of rings, but it's going to be up there in quality for sure. It's Elout. I would still rather have the ticket ring or king of rings over this. It's a smaller footprint, and they came up with the idea first, and I think that they deserve credit for that. And not only that, it's just a more attractive piece in my mind because of the different colors that you could get on, on them and you could scheme them out. Now, what I will say, and I hope that Smart is listening, make plastic rings. I know they're going to be a little bit heavier, but obviously Elout did it. Make some plastic rings, even if they're just a little bit smaller to make them lighter. We'll buy them. We will buy them from you. Don't make us make our own. We want to buy them from you. The cardboard rings aren't cutting it. You made such a great game, it gets so much use. Those cardboard rings wear out quickly. And we're not going to pay that expensive amount you want for cardboard rings. Come up with some plastic ones. And then we only have to buy them once, and we're good to go. But otherwise, we're making our own rings. And I know that you don't like to hear that, but we can't, we can't justify paying seven, eight, nine hundred dollars for rings every six months. It just doesn't make sense. All right, I'm off my soapbox. So the next one is Racecraft by ice and i'll be honest with you i don't know anything about this game other than i don't like the looks of it it looks very plain maybe it's cool i don't know 
it just doesn't look that appealing to me, and that's probably what why I never went and looked at it during the IAPA show. It just repelled me, and I think it would do the same thing to our guests. Now, they also have a Kids Craft Cobra, and what that is is this company, I, I think it's Stinger, or I can't remember, but they made KC Cobra, and it used to be licensed through Family Fun Company. Now, ICE took that licensing over. They have the Kids Craft Cobra, and if you don't have kitty rides or interactive kitty rides, I, these are the things to buy. I love my KC Cobras, and I love this Kids Craft Cobra. Now, these things aren't designed to make you a ton of money. They fill a niche, and it's really nice to offer these because the parents really love it for their toddlers. These new ones, they have a screen, buttons, a little interactive game. It's simple. The parents normally help help the really young toddlers. The older toddlers do it themselves. And they're a lot of fun for them. It gives them an option. And you're offering that option. You become the hero. So these things definitely get a thumbs up from me. And thank you Ice Games for taking over that line from Family Fun Companies. Because I'm glad to see a reputable company offering these. Thank you. Now, another game offered by ICE in this PowerPoint presentation is Panini Card Drop. Now, Paninis are different sports cards, and it's interesting. I don't think it's going to be a chart topper. I mean, if you got a real heavy sports down, go for it. We're tourists, so we can't really cater to specific sports themes, but... What I really like about this game is I want Ice, and I hope that they're listening, I want Ice to take this game and take the Panini out of it. I want them to turn this into a game where I could put my own custom card sets on it. So this is like a new, a new way of doing a card pusher. And... I think I think this has a lot of potential. So Ice, give us a generic version of this game and let us put our own cards in it and I think it would be a huge success. Or license it through some cartoon or some kind of cult classic and have a card set that we could, we could barcode and run through our redeem you know, or redeem machine or the Elout kiosk and it would be a winner. It would be a huge winner because I would really like to have this and be able to I could buy like five or six of these and create my own games, my own card sets. Sky's the limit and have a lot of fun with it and the guests would have a huge amount of fun with it because I would have so many different interactive card sets they they would just love it they would love it for sure so consider that hope you're listening ice or some other innovative company that can do something like this in generic in a generic way so we can add our own cards to it the next one on here is Shipwreck by Ice, and the object of this game is to toss four balls in a row on the playfield. 
It's got a 16 holes. It's a grid. The first person to get four in a row gets uh, bonus tickets. It's an interactive game. Very attractive piece. I don't know about their little benches, but it's this one's going to be announced in 2022 as for a release date. The next one on their list is a Calcomat. And they got Fire Viking. It's one of their boxing machines. They do a great job with boxing machines. They're always uh, coming up with new bells and whistles for these things. And they, they're number one at it for sure. I got rid of both of mine. I had two Calcomat boxing machines. For me, they're just too much of a liability. They got lawsuit written all over them. I had two people break their knuckles on this thing. And I, I just can't. I can't deal with it. The other one is by Calcomet as well. It's Circus Ride. And it's just another one that I'm afraid of it. I remember seeing this game in like 2015 or 2016 when they first offered it. And I just, it terrifies me. It's got this little seat that goes up and around. And I, I'm afraid that somebody's going to, a little kid will get their fingers stuck somewhere. Or I don't know. It's just not for me. I can't recommend it. Uh, the next one on their PowerPoint presentation is Comuse. It's a Coca Bowl, and I don't know anything about it other than it's. Uh, it looks to be like a video redemption that's very similar to Doodle Jump. So that's as far as I can tell you on that. So I can't recommend either way on that one. They also offer from Comuse Drop It, Drop It which looks like a really interesting game. I saw it at the show, and that's definitely on the research list. And to see, I'd like to get some numbers from across the country and see how that does. Attractive piece, good concept, and I like it. And I like the idea that Comuse is going out on their own and doing some offerings of their own versus licensing to Sega or you know, whoever picks it up from them. It's good to see that they're doing their own offerings. And speaking of ones that do offerings, Wallop, LAI, they have Asphalt 9. They got the simulator and the deluxe. And what it is is it's a, it's a racing game. It's a 5D racing game for the simulator. And then the deluxe is just non-moving one. And this game is freaking awesome. It is. It really is awesome. And they did a great job licensing this game. It Asphalt 9 is a great, great game. Great cars, great graphics. The 5D simulator is a lot of fun. And it's just really cool. But where that ends the pricing begins and it's just way too much the be all end all of it is it's a racing game and i can't justify paying that much for a racing game so i would say that the regular would start at 18 19 and then the 5d simulator is going to be 22,000. so these would be cool these are cool. There are cool games. But I would want four of them. 
And now you're looking, now you're pushing 100 grand for racing games. Now, remember, these are racing games. These aren't redemption games. These aren't going to, in my opinion, pay for themselves fast enough. I could be wrong, but I just don't see it. So I can't recommend these ones, even though they did a great job with this. It's just I can't see a racing game being worth the real estate and the money. The next one on their PowerPoint presentation is Bondi Namco Pac-Man Power Pellets. I found this very interesting. It's going to be available in June of 2022. And it's a ball toss game. And I like it a lot. When it's available, I'm probably going to get it. Because I, it's something that I need for my little younger kids. I like it. They did a great job with this. I think it looks good too. Very attractive piece. I want to learn more about it. They also have what's called ball madness. So you go in and you grab the balls and put them in the little hole to get more tickets. Interesting, but not something that I want to invest in. That'll be available in March of 2022. Now they have DC Heroes Villains Air Hockey. And it's available now. And if you're in the market for an air hockey, I I do highly recommend this. Because it's the same manufacturer. I know it has to be the same manufacturer of the Air FX by Ice. And that's a solid piece. And it looks just like it. I'm quite certain that it's the same exact manufacturer. And this one's got the Justice League on it and the villains. So it's, if you're in the market for an air hockey, I recommend this one. It looks really good. So great job on this one, Bondi. The next one is also very interesting. It's Harlequin Mallet Mayhem. So it's your, it's a new spin on the whack-a-mole. You got little joker heads. There's four stations. And you whack the joker heads and I think it it's a, another very attractive piece and that one's going to be announced in 2022 for when it's going to be available. Then the next couple, I mean they're Pixel Bash Bistro, it's a video game, Pac-Man Battle Royal Championship, video games. I you know, video games I'm not going to recommend because I would say get like a Pac-Man arcade party or something that has multiple games in one cabinet so you're not taking up any real estate. Either that or you have like a little nook that's all uh, vintage or classic games and then have the real games in there. The old Midway, Williams, whatever games. The next offering is a really the really big machine by the really big crane company. And the they got a great offering. They do a great job with their stuff. Um, they also have Zombie Jam. Very interesting piece. I I like it a lot. It's just they do two-player in this, and it adds a lot of physical chaos to the, to the play. I give it a thumbs up, but when playing two players, boy, I tell you, balls are going to go flying everywhere, and it's, uh, it's confusing. But when you're playing at one player it's a lot of fun 
very interactive. They did a great job with the programming on this, and they even updated it from when they did the first showing of it. And it, it looks good. I think they did a great job. I just wish it was one player per station. You can tell what I'm talking about if you ever played it with two players. You just get in each other's way, and it's it's just chaotic. The next offering is a video game by Sega Men in Black. So it's it's Redemption 2. And I don't know. I, I have to do more research on this one. I can't tell you a whole lot about this one. I never played it at the show. The next one is by Sega. It's Jet Blaster. And I, I just give this one a thumbs down. I mean, it's a watercraft game. It looks like they're old Arctic Thunders. And... While those were great in the day, this just looks dated for a new game, and I don't know. It just, I, I wouldn't put it in my fun center. They have a PowerPoints merchandiser. It's another merchandiser similar to uh, Keymaster. Mission Impossible Arcade Deluxe. So, when I first saw this thing, the first thing that comes to my mind is oh my gosh the kids would snap these guns off in a New York minute and I don't know I I don't even want to get into it I don't I don't recommend it they have a VR agent by Sega and it's intriguing I don't know anything about this one I didn't try this one at the show so I don't know the next on the list is Smart Industries they got a little diamond crane it's a little four four player crane they got mega prize which i i don't know what happened but all of a sudden everybody's coming back with these barber cut type games where you cut the rope mega prize is the same thing there's a cut to win by pipeline games and then there's a fantastic prizes by Eunice. and they're they're all the same game i don't know if they're just reskinned and sourced from the same place or what but I don't know I don't know that any are better than the others I'm sure every company smart industries thinks theirs is the best pipeline games thinks theirs is the best St. Louis Cranes thinks theirs the best Eunice thinks theirs is the best that's just the way it goes the next thing on their on their next slide here it talks about the insider connect for stern pinball and it's got a lot of cool features and I'll say they they brought it out on Godzilla. What a great game that is. I mean, off the hook, Stern. I mean, this is the best game I've played in 20, 25 years. It's a great game. You did a really good job with the Godzilla. Now, the Insider Connect, I don't know. It, it It's got a lot of features, but you got to pay for it in the... I don't want to be, why don't I get a cut of this, Stern? If I'm the operator, do I get a cut of this? Because you're charging 30 to $40 a month for, for my guests to use this? I don't know. Something that I got to think about. I don't, I don't like the idea of you getting residuals off of selling me a pinball machine from my guests. I don't like it, so... I don't know. The next thing on the list is Photo Motion by Team Play. So it looks like a little 
little uh, kitty car with a photo booth. I have not seen this thing. I didn't see it at the show. I didn't. I missed it altogether. The next ones by next two are actually by Touch Magic. It's their Mega Blaster and their Space Warp. The Space Warp looks interesting to me. Uh, Mega Blaster. Yeah, it looks interesting too. They'd be really good filler pieces for your redemption. The next one on the list is Elevator Action by Eunice. I'm... I don't know. There's like five Eunice ones on here. I will say that one that really intrigues me, and that's Wicked Tuna. But the problem with this is, is they got a six-month warranty. And when I go to a show, they always have several of their new games down and out. They're just down and out at the show. When I tour across the country and I go to different fun centers, the Eunice games are always, they always have an issue. They got a six-month warranty. I just don't. I, I love the idea of this game. It looks really cool. Pulling, you know, pulling in these big fish, having a big fun fight. But I think, I think my guests would wreck them and I'd be constantly repairing this game. It'd probably be down way too much. So I can't recommend any Eunice game for that reason. Uh, the only ones that I've seen that seem to hold up are their lane masters. Those seem to really hold up well. But even those, I'm not 100% sure about. So that brings us to the end. The last one on their list was the Fantastic Prizes. It's another cut-to-win clone, barber-cut clone, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, good for these people that are using the same old tricks, you know, to make new games. But don't know. I really don't know what to think of it. I thank Betson very much for, you know, sending these PowerPoint presentations out. I wish they had some more games on them than what they have. But, you know, it's a good start. You get this after the show. And I just wanted to give my take on each one of these slides. I'm sure several of you got these. If not, call Betson. Uh, get a hold of a, a rep for your area. If nothing else, always get a quote from them along with whoever you're going with because that's the way to do it. Every time that I get a list of games, what I do is I I go to Schaefer, Betson, and Moss. And there's other ones out there that you know I may consider doing the same thing with. But don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, try try getting a quote from each one of them and see how they line up. So, I think uh, it, it's a nice little list and I'm not sure that if any other distributors out there do it. I never got anything from Moss. I never got anything from Schaefer. So, I really don't know, you know, if they just didn't, if I was overlooked or what, but I think it's a really neat thing that Betson does with this, and it's something to look at for sure. And they give the dimensions and when it's going to come out, 
I think all the distributors should give us something like this quarterly because it'd be a huge help for us. And then we don't have to do so much research. They could tell us about the games, maybe give us a link to video of the game being played and a link perhaps to some uh, financial data from where it's been tested and how it did. That'd be a huge boon to all of us. Things that we can learn from one another. All right, what I'd really like to do is I'd, I want to thank everybody that listens to the show. I really appreciate each and every one of you. I've gotten lots of feedback, and some, some was good, some was bad, and I like it all. I've got a lot of recommendations, people asking to be on the show. The podcast is really growing, and I thank you for that very much. I hope that the podcast gives you something for your listening time. I hope you learn something. You know, I hope it sparks ideas. And I hope that you grow ideas from mine that are even better. And if you do, please share them with me. If you want to be a guest on the show, or if you're interested in sponsoring a show, get a hold of me at timfectalk.com. Now, each one of you out there has a story. If you're an operator, a distributor, a game manufacturer, you offer some product for our industry, you have a story that needs to be told. And I want to help you share that story. So, thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. And I hope everyone has a very, very happy and prosperous New Year. Thank you so much.